Hey, hey, everybody, it's Nearby from CerealAndGrapeJuice.com, at IamNearby on Twitter and Instagram, NearbyDo on Twitch, that's N-A-R-R-B-Y-D-O. I'm also Nearby talking all radio-like, like this, here on Best Hits 101.9. Uh, yeah, anyway, it's time for another episode of Bayside, buddy. It's episode 26, man. We're getting there. As today, we're taking a look at, Bay, uh, at Saved by the Bell Season 3, episodes 17 and 18. Two good ones here. First one entitled SATs, air date November 16th, 1991. We start and it's Saturday. And we start in what we start in what looks like uh, the the gym at Bayside based on the floor because the floor has the the basketball paintings markings if 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 you what you know that kind of stuff. But it, it's really small. It's like uh, maybe. Uh, there used to be a gym there, and then they decided to move the gym somewhere else and build a bunch of classrooms on this floor. They just didn't carpet the floor. They just left the, the gym as is. It just looks really weird. But anyway, Zach arrives to take the SATs, and he spots a girl in the room who's played by Christine Taylor, the wife of Ben Stiller, or of Brady Bunch fame, where she played Marsha Brady. Speaking of which, if you would like to watch, if you're a fan of those movies, I movie buddied them. Check them out, serialgrapes.com. Movie buddy, you can watch a movie with a friend. You don't even have to clean your disgusting house. Anyway, building announces that it's SAT time and the tests will determine the students' futures. And he demands absolute silence during the three-hour test. As three hours on a Saturday to take a test. But, uh, well, you want to go to college. I mean, I didn't, but what you going to do? Anyway, Screech... After Belding announces silence, sharpens a pencil in his electric pencil sharpener. <laughs> we then twirly wipe to the exam in progress as the students think talk to themselves. I've been waiting for this test my whole life. I'm a lean, mean answering machine. <laughs> Stansbury University, here I come. She's on the third page already? I'm still in the third question. Oh, I hate her. <laughs> and if train A leaves New York at 5 o'clock and train B leaves Los Angeles at 2 o'clock where will they meet? probably with a big bang in Missouri <laughs> alright concentrate Slater concentrate how can I concentrate? I'm starving I only had four Twinkies and a box of Ding Dongs for breakfast <laughs> <laughs> Belding was right. This test is important to my future. Who is that great looking chick over there? <laughs> hmm, pencils, erasers, vitamins, protein drink. I got everything I need. Oh no, I forgot to kiss my lucky goldfish. <laughs> Hook her up, baby. Daddy needs good luck. Yes, Christine Taylor did look very good here, and even more so as Marsha Brady. I tell you, man, Christine Taylor is, I mean, she's not even, as far as I know, related to Maureen McCormick, who played, played Marsha Brady in the Brady Bunch. But, like, they're dead ringers, but, yeah. Yeah, just saying. Anyway, we then go to, uh, quote, several weeks later, as the gang have their SAT results, as they've all agreed to open up their scores together, when they're just waiting on Zach to arrive, and he does arrive... And we also see the return of James, the actor guy. Remember some episode, well, or probably season two, 
or the the actor guy he works at the max and he's he's returned to the max he he's an actor and he played he played Zach's dad when uh, Zach wanted to go on a ski trip and and uh, yeah he, he anyway he's back and he's back working at the max after he quit a play and then the gang start opening their results and Screech got a total of 1220 uh, based on math and verbal I never took SATs I don't know if uh, there are SATs in Canada but I I never took them but I never went to college, but just saying. Anyway, uh, Screech got a 1220. Everyone congratulates him. Jesse mentions that 1600 is the best score you can get, but only geniuses get that. Everyone else then starts to open their envelopes and they read off their results. Kelly is pleased with her score of, um, oh, I only put 100 here, but she got, she definitely, she got more. She, I think she got 1100. Typo. She didn't get 100. Because why would anybody be pleased? <laughs> Lisa got 1140. Slater got 1050, which Jesse mentions is way above the national average. I guess trying to cheer Slater, Slater up, who was just, oh, 1050. But above the national average, that's pretty good. Slater is convinced, however, that Zach is going to have the lowest score among the group. And Zach has, well, Zach is just carefree. He doesn't give a damn. And he gives a screech his envelope to open. And we find out that Zach scored a total of 1,502, which shocks everybody. And the group is now convinced that if Zach scored that high, Jesse must have aced it. Jesse then opens her result and reveals that she got a total of 1,205. And of course, this puts Jesse in a slump, and she now claims that her life is over. And we then go back to Bayside, and Christine Taylor introduces herself as Heather to Zach. And she congratulates him on his SAT score as Belding then comes over the PA to announce that the college reps will be in the gym after school for students to talk to. And Heather says that she'll be heading there after school. And Zach says the same. And he offers to walk Heather to her next class as she uh, accepts. Lisa, Kelly, and Jesse then arrive to go to their lockers. And, and a ditzy girl shows up. And she's all excited and ditzy, pretty much jumping up and down. And she tells Jesse... She got a 1,280 on the SATs. And she asks Jesse what she got, but Jesse doesn't want to say, as she claims that she doesn't want anyone to feel bad. Especially her, meaning Jesse, not the ditzy girl. Lisa and Kelly try to cheer Jesse up, and they say that colleges look for more than just your grades. Are you sure about that? Well, I guess if you've got the money as well. I mean, everybody has heard about that uh, little uh, celebrity scandal down in the States with uh, the... Woman from Full House. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Not cool. Just say it. But what do I care? I never went to college. <laughs> Jesse perks up at the uh, reminder that, well, apparently colleges look at more than just your grades, which I guess is true. I mean, if you're an athlete, they look at your athletics. But, well, Jesse's, Jesse's a swimmer. She's a swim team and a volleyball player, isn't she? Anyway, Jesse's perked up, and she says that at least she still scored better than Kelly and Lisa, which, uh... Jesse receives the evil eye from the aforementioned Kelly and Lisa after saying that shit. Jesse then stumbles over herself as she then says that Lisa and Kelly's scare scores are still good, you know, considering that they're both cheerleaders. <laughs> and shockingly, that didn't help <laughs> as Jesse stumbles some more, trying to explain as Lisa pretty much tells Jesse to piss off, which she does. We then go to later on in the day as students are lining up to speak with college representatives and Zach meets with Heather, you know, Christine Taylor, in the line for Stansbury, 
which I I don't is that a, is that a real skull? Let me uh, check real quick. You know, honestly, I, I don't even know. I mean, there's a Facebook page, but it's I think it might be a joke Facebook page. I mean, their most recent post is from 2017, and it says, "Enjoy the last few weeks of summer. The new semester and the rest of the, your life begins sooner than you know. Only the brightest and the best at the Harvard of the West." It doesn't even say a location or. Uh, I, I, so Stan, I'm guessing Stansbury's not real. I, I don't know. It sounds like it would be real, but okay. Anyway, uh, Heather asks Zach if they can study together sometime, and Zach says no problem because uh, uh, Christine Taylor is uh, she's very smart. <laughs> and more. Anyway, Belding then arrives and announces Zach. As Mr. SAT. And he gets everyone to applaud as Zach's score was the highest in the school. Which is shocking. But it's not like it's an exam. It's just an SAT. I mean, the, the biggest failures in school could probably do pretty well in the SATs. While they fail at uh, uh, calculus and algebra. But as I said, I never took SATs, so I don't know what's on those things. Anyway, Belden then drags Zach to the front of the Stansbury line so he can meet the representative... And he puts Zach over with his SAT score, which impresses the rep. Belden then puts Jesse over with the rep and says that Jesse's an honor student, straight A's, president of the student council, all that great stuff. Belden then leaves and the Stanbury representatives asks Jesse what her SAT score was. And Jesse tells her. And the rep is not impressed. And she tells Jesse that there are other schools in attendance that Jesse should talk to. As the rep tells uh, tells Jesse in, in not so many words that she's just not smart enough for the Stanford of the, the West. And uh, this turns off Heather, who's standing behind, just listening in, and she's not happy with it. Just just saying. Anyway, the Stansbury rep sits Zach down to discuss the school, and we go to break. After which, the gang is at the max discussing the college stuff. Lisek says that she can't decide on a on a college because she can't decide on which representative was the hottest because she's Lisa Turtle. Screech says that he might take a year off to consider his, his or to clear his head as he hasn't even seen everything at Disney World yet or Disneyland yet. Zach uh, says that he has a study day with Heather tonight and Jesse replies that the only thing Zach wants to study is Heather's lipstick which Zach says pretty much well of course and maybe we'll do our ABCs. Zach leaves to go get ready for the study date, if you will. And as he's leaving, the Stansbury representative arrives at the Max. <laughs> Why they would go to a restaurant to look for potential students, I don't know, but suspension of disbelief. Jesse gets excited upon seeing the representative until the rep says that she's there to talk to Slater. The rep asks to talk to Slater privately, and he agrees as Jesse tries to put herself over with the rep saying that she won the French Award the last two years. Lisa and Jesse uh, wonder what the, the Stansbury rep would want with Slater, but Screech thinks he knows. He says that he saw on Days of Our Lives that older women like younger men, <laughs> which is you know true. Some some of them do, and some older dudes like younger females, and some. I guess vice versa. Probably. I don't know. It's not like I have ever done, watched any of those, gone to any of those naughty websites. Anyway. <sighs> Slater then returns from his little 
powwow with the Stansbury rep. Well, what'd she want? Uh, she wanted to talk to me. Oh, well, we know that. What about? What about? What about? Well, Stansbury's football team could use a little help, and, you know, she's heard about me. You mean, you mean she wants you to go to Stansbury? Yeah, on a football scholarship. But you had 1050 SATs. Well, I guess if you can throw a football 60 yards, it doesn't matter. Football? Football? Is that what this is about? Jesse, take it easy. <sighs> Look, Mama, just because Helen's recruiting me doesn't Helen. mean that... Helen! She asked me to call her Helen. Oh, that is it. I'm out of here. Oh, Jesse, wait. It's not my fault. <laughs> Boy, it's a good thing I didn't tell her they offered me a car. <laughs> Yes, this, of course, is not how it happens in the real. I mean, this is one thing I do know for sure, especially when it comes to uh, colleges recruiting high school uh, kids for football. Okay, it's always the coaches who visit the high school players to sell them on the school. But the suspension of disbelief, but, I, but I've seen it. I mean, every year here in Ontario, we have something called the Offsa Bowl, which is when all the, the top high school football teams... Uh, get, get together and play uh, basic, basically bowl games in uh, one or two days. And there was, there was a year that I went and watched every single game from morning to night. And then at these games were college coaches. So Ontario, would ha there were coaches from uh, Western U and Oshawa and Ottawa in the stands watching. And then after each game, the coaches would go to the field to talk to certain players that they were interested in. That's how it happens. They don't send some random non-football rep from a college to talk to a high school football player at a freaking restaurant to offer them a scholarship. It doesn't work that way. Just saying. Anyway, we then go back to Bayside where Zach is meeting with Belding. And Belding has great news. He has He's changed Zach's courses at Bayside to more challenging classes like Advanced Calculus, in college-level Russian. Man. Anyway, Zach, of course, doesn't like the, uh, the news, and he calls these new classes nerd classes. And Belding assures Zach that he can handle the workload and pretty much kicks him out of his office. <laughs> we then go to later that night as Zach is preparing for Heather to arrive, which she does. And Zach, of course, has the light dimmed, and he's playing some uh, study music as people as guys like Zach would play and Zach says that it's the best way to study and then there is a knock on the door uh who can that be uh Heather make yourself comfortable please uh. Zach I have to talk to you come on Kelly not now but I'm worried about Jesse is she alive yes is she hurt no then I'll call you later see ya <laughs> Yeah, why, why would they? Why would anyone want to talk to Zach about Jesse? Just because he got that much on the SATs, why wouldn't Kelly go looking for Lisa? I don't know. Maybe because Zach is suddenly smart. Anyway, Zach tells Heather, after she asks who that was, he tells her that it was a very aggressive Girl Scout. And he wants to get down to studying by starting with a shoulder massage for Heather, which she's reluctant to at first, but Zach reminds her that he got 1,502 on the SATs. Heather then agrees... And then there's another knock on the door. Now what? Excuse me. <laughs> Who are you? Hi, Heather. Bob, come on in. Uh, <laughs> Zach, Bob's my boyfriend. He could use some study help, too. I knew you wouldn't mind. 
This is a catastrophe. The SATs are ruining my life. She only wants me for my mind. Yeah, how about that, Zach, huh? A freaking good-looking female like uh, Christine Taylor isn't single. You know? Duh. Well, then again, if Kelly Kapowski can be single, I guess you gotta suspend disbelief. <laughs> anyway, of co- I mean, I mean, of course she's got a guy. Look at her. But Kelly, but... Uh, we're going to get to Kelly in the next episode anyway. We then go back to the Max where Zach meets up with Kelly, Lisa, and Screech and Slater. And they tell him that something needs to be done about Jesse. Again, everybody's going to Zach for a plan. Alright, anyway, well, Zach, whatever. <sighs> Turns out that Jesse was given detention because she, like, freaked out about the whole Stansbury and SAT thing. She ended up having to write a bunch of stuff on the chalkboard. And they need to find a way to get the Stansbury rep... To take interest in Jesse, James then arrives and he's decked out in full Roman toga gear as he's just come from an audition for uh, Julius Caesar. Zack then reveals that he's got that he has an idea and it involves James playing his greatest role ever as we go to another break and yes, this was definitely James's greatest role ever. <laughs> something you have to see. The audio is going to do no justice but we're still going to listen to it but it's something you got to see. Anyway, after the break, Belding finds Jesse and asks her why she's resigned from all of her top positions on the school club. She's basically, she's resigned. She's quit. She's quit all the, all the student council, uh, probably the swim club, uh, probably college level Russian. But she's quit them all, including she even gave up her hall pass. Jesse says that it's all pointless, and she needs to head off to her next pointless class. And she heads off, but she's stopped by Slater, who wants to talk to her. Jesse's pretty much says she's got no time for it. We then twirly wipe to later on where Zach's plan is put into action. Okay, Jesse's outside with Slater. She didn't see us. Hi. All set, James? Fully prepared. My performance will go down in Bayview history. That's Bayside. Yeah, there too. <laughs> Harvard! I didn't know you were here. Oh, uh, we weren't until now. Well, I'm Helen Billingham from Stansbury University. Oh, Stansbury. <gasps> Agricultural school, correct? Uh, hog breeding, cow milking, that sort of thing? Oh, no, no, not at all. As a matter of fact, we think of ourselves as the Harvard of the West. Uh, madam, north, south, east, or west, there's only one <laughs> Harvard. <laughs> interested in some information about Harvard? Oh, yes, yes, of course. Are you, by any chance, Jessica Spano? No. Oh, then be gone. Shoot, shoot, shoot. Did you say Jessica Spano? Yes, I did, but not to you, Mrs. Pork Bellyham. <laughs> Zach, how nice to see you again. Uh, actually, I wanted to talk with a representative from Harvard. Ah, no use wasting your time, young man. We're only here to see one person. But, sir, I had over 1,500 on my SATs. <laughs> A single test, one lucky morning. You think Harvard is impressed with that slice of academic baloney? No, we're looking for a straight-A student, the student council president, the yearbook editor, and here at Bay Dock View side, you have a student all rolled into one. Jessica Spano, the find of the century. I love it. As I said, James is great here, man. With his mispronouncing of Bayside and... Pulling the tail of the pipe off the base. <laughs> I mean, it's too bad they didn't use this guy more often. He, like, he, 
he was way, way, way better than that than than Max himself, Max the magician guy. Way better. They should have used uh, James more often. He was great. And we then go back to the halls where Jesse and Slater are talking, and Jesse is telling Slater that she uh, she should have gotten into Stansbury instead of him. Meanwhile, Screech quietly arrives and signals to Slater from behind that it's time for Slater's part in the plan. Slater acknowledges and tells Jesse that she's right. And he says that he's going to turn down Stansbury's scholarship because if they don't want Jesse, then they're not going to get him either. Slater heads off and Jesse attempts to stop him. And we then go back to the gym. And another great performance by James here, but it's only going to get better. <laughs> Slater then takes Jesse to the Stansbury representative and starts to tell her that if the school doesn't take Jesse, he's out. But the rep interrupts uh, and says that Jesse is Stansbury's number one choice, which shocks Jesse. The representative apologizes to Jesse for her earlier behavior and tells her that she can tell, basically tell Harvard to stuff it. And Jesse says that Harvard isn't even here at Bayside today. But the Stansbury representative says otherwise, and Jesse quickly figures out that something's up. And she asks if the Harvard representative uh, was wearing a, had a pipe and, you know, basically, uh, was it James? And uh, the Stansbury rep says, well, yes, it was. <laughs> and uh, Jesse's now uh, asks the Stansbury rep if they only want Jesse now because Harvard also does. And the rep stupidly says yes. And Jesse tells the rep that, pretty, well, she pretty much tells the rep that Stansbury can piss off as well. Slater also tells the Stansbury rep to piss off. And Kelly chimes in that it's Stansbury's loss. Then Screech chimes in. And he asks for some brochures until, until he gets dragged away. <laughs> so, based on that, I'm guessing Stansbury isn't real. Because I don't think a, a university would... Uh, be cool with being represented in, in such a manner in a TV show. So I'm guessing Stansbury is not real. So I've never heard of it except for hearing this say about the Yip Bell universe. Screech wanted brochures. Anyway, we then twirly wipe to Belding's office where he's meeting with James. Chairman of the SAT board? Yes, Stanley Allen Taylor, SAT. Ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've come here to talk to you about Zachary Morris. We at the testing board are worried sick about him. Worried? Why? You don't know, you poor fool, do you? <laughs> we at the testing board have discovered that those students who score over 1,501 on our test are performing terribly in college. They are? Yes, because unenlightened, putty-headed principals are burning out these bright minds with extra work. Hopefully that's not happening here, is it? See, I thought that you had the challenge of mine like that. Precisely wrong! <laughs> Only a misguided twit would burden a brain like his with extra studies. 
poor, what should I do? Give him no homework. Allow his mind to think freely. That is, of course, if you care. I care. I care. Zach Morris, report to the principal's office. Sir, I just happen to be walking by your office. What's up? Zach, this is Mr. Taylor of the SAT board. We have decided to put you back in your old classes. But, sir, I was, I was enjoying all the extra hours of homework and bonding with nerds. You see, we must move quickly. I suggest giving him a day or two off to clear his cluttered mind. It's essential. He's got it. No, sir. No, sir. I love school. No, you need time off, Zach. Only if you insist. I insist. Someday you'll thank me, Zach. Okay. I know you have my best interest at heart. Once again, James was great here. And I, I think, if you, you have to go back and watch this if you can find it. I think Mark Paul Gosselar, I think that's Zach Morris's real name, real name. I think he was legit laughing when James's beard fell off. You gotta watch this this bit, because it's like uh, Mark Paul is trying to hold character, but he he just laughs a little bit. I think it was legit. It seemed legit. And we then head outside to Belding's office, or outside of Belding's office, where Jesse is waiting for Zach. She thanks him for sticking up for her and says that uh, there are plenty of other colleges. And it doesn't matter if she got a 1200 and Zach got a 1500 because uh, the world still has rainbows. <laughs> anyway, they hug, and Zach then reminds Jesse that he got a 1502. And he gives her his books to carry, and we get the credits on a great episode. Christine Taylor didn't spend much time in this episode. She didn't. I mean, she, she's a she's a good actor. I I thought she was great in the Brady Bunch movie. She was also in the in the, the Craft. Uh, she she also appeared in an episode of Seinfeld. Anyone remember that episode where Jerry meets the girl and uh, all of his friends, except everyone except for his parents, think that she's a loser because she well for one of one of the many reasons that people think she's a loser is that she agreed to go on a first date with Jerry on her birthday. <laughs> Oh, that was a great episode, man. <laughs> anyway, that was SATs, a great episode. As I said, it's too bad they didn't bring this James guy back more often. He was awesome. But now let's move on to Season 3, Episode 18, entitled Spot Palm Springs Weekend Part 1, air date also November 16th, 1991. And we start with the gang arriving at the Desert Springs Hotel, which apparently Jesse's dad owns, I think they said in this episode. Anyway, it's in Palm Springs, and Zach narrates that Jesse's dad is getting remarried, and he's invited everyone, Jesse and all of her friends, to attend the wedding. Cool. Kelly and Lisa are blown away by the hotel, which, yes, does look very awesome, very stylish. Reminded me of, um, in 2002, I went to Disney World for a week, and uh, I'm sure it's still there now. One of the ways you can get to, um, I think it's Magic Kingdom is you can take this little shuttle train and at one point it it goes through this hotel and it stops there to pick people up and drop people off and I remember it looked amazing in there. So this hotel, the inside of this hotel reminded me of that. It was great. I'd love to go back to Disney World again. <sighs> that was a great week. 
So Kelly and Lisa are blown away by what they're seeing inside the hotel while Zach and Slater are digging on the female talent that they see walking around. Jesse tells the group that her dad and his fiance will be meeting them for dinner that night. And Jesse's very excited about meeting the woman for the first time. Meanwhile, Zach is hoping to find love, as is Screech, who brought along a book called Everything You Need to Know About Girls. <sighs> Looked pretty thin, I'm just saying. <laughs> Didn't seem to have many pages, which seemed a little not, not uh, reality for me, as far as I'm concerned. But what do I know? I'm a, I'm a single dude. I've only had one girlfriend in my life. And uh, she was, uh, well, her book would have been a lot thicker than what Screech was carrying. Anyway, <laughs> we then go to the hotel gym and we see a bunch of beautiful people working out as well as one old man. Not that it matters who they are, I'm just saying. It was a bunch of supermodels, male and female, and, and an old dude. Anyway, Zach, Slater, and Screech arrive and they're impressed with the facility but Slater isn't interested in working out right now, and Screech and, and uh, Screech replies, "I hear you, blood." <laughs> and Slater asks, "Basically, what the heck are you talking about, Screech?" And Screech reveals that it's from Chapter Three in his book, and the chapter's entitled "Talking Cool." <laughs> uh, I was watching this, and I was thinking, "Can you really have? Can you imagine this show without the Screech character?" I, I can't. I don't think it would have been as popular. I was trying to think of why. I was trying to think that you can't have a, a a good show with just a bunch of beautiful people in it. But then, but then it remind, then I started thinking, what about to nine hundred two one zero the original? I mean, that was all pretty much supermodels and stuff, and that was popular. But that was drama. That wasn't comedy. So I I don't know. If, I just can't imagine this this show, Saved by the Bell, being as awesome if there was no Screech character. You needed him. Dustin Diamond, rest in peace, brother. Anyway, Zach then notices a woman in the distance in the gym, and he approaches her, and he compliments her on her body. Respectfully, it's not like he walked up to her and said, you know, nice ass. Anyway, he, she says that she teaches aerobics class at the hotel. Zach then tries to impress her and says that he's captain of his school's aerobics team. <sighs> aerobics team. That would imply that there's aerobics competitions. Maybe there are, I don't know. Anyway, the woman then does a quick demonstration of her flexibility, and she tells Zach to go next, which he does, and he sucks at it. <laughs> captain, your team must suck ass, Zach, if you're the captain. And we then go to Slater, who's doing bicep curls, and he finishes. And then he joins a girl who sounds French at the rowing machines, and he introduces himself. And she introduces herself as Christina. And Slater compliments Christina on her accent and says that, and she says that she's from Europe, but she sounds French. But I don't know. They all sound Europey, I guess. Anyway, they get up, and Slater suggests that uh, he may see Christina around later, and she leaves. We then go to Screech, who's on a treadmill reading reading his book, and then he leans over and asks uh, a woman on the treadmill beside him. If she'd like to run away with him, <laughs> the girl gets sicked out and tells Screech to run away with himself. And she puts his treadmill on higher gear as she walks off. And we then go to later on as it's time to meet uh, meet with Jesse's dad and his fiance. And Jesse's all antsy as she checks her makeup and her clothes. And Telly tells her, tells her to calm down. 
Jesse's dad then arrives alone, and he greets uh, the girls, the ladies, Kelly, Jesse, Lisa. Jesse is excited to meet her future stepmom, who her dad says is named Leslie, and they all head off to sit down for dinner. Zack, Slater, and Screech arrive, and Screech is looking pretty freaking dapper, you know, for Screech, but he's still looking pretty good, pretty cool, stylish. And Zack is still in pain from earlier, from attempting to do an aerobic stretch. They all sit down, and the suddenly the woman that Zack met earlier, the aerobic woman, arrives. And Jesse leans into Zack and whispers to him that his airhead just blew in. Zack is excited. He stands up to uh, to say, hey, remember me? As the woman then walks over to Jesse's dad, kisses him on the cheek, and Jesse's dad introduces the woman as his fiance. Zack freaks out because he hit on Jesse's mother. <laughs> And we go to break. Well, he's not. She's not as her mother yet, but just yeah. Anyway, after the break, Jesse and Zach are in the hotel lobby contemplating what's just happened. And Jesse's not happy that her dad is marrying somebody so young. I mean, she. It's not like she's a high school student. She's, but yeah, she's not as old, or doesn't look as old as Jesse's dad. But makeup can do wonders. Trust me. You just look on the internet. Of uh, there's uh, some women out there who have no problem posting pictures of themselves with and with and without makeup and uh ah, just saying anyway Jesse's dad and the rest of the group show up and Leslie Leslie asks Jesse to meet her maid of honor for the wedding but Jesse says that she can't because she does not have a gown but Leslie says that that's no problem they can just have her fitted for one but Jesse's still reluctant Jesse's dad then suggests that they all go on a little boat ride, and Jesse turns down the offer, claiming that she doesn't feel well, and she leaves. Lisa then asks how the Jesse and uh, Leslie met, and they tell the story, and that Jesse's dad started taking aerobic lessons, and uh, it went from like one lesson to more, and then they went from there, and he asked her out. Jesse's dad then says that on the boat ride that that they're about to take, they can see where he and Leslie kissed for the first time. And Zach remarks that it's like a miniature love boat. To which Kelly replies, Oh, Zach, you're so cute. And Lisa hears this, and then the wheels start turning in Lisa's head. As it did with everybody else, I'm sure, when this episode first aired. The little boat then arrives, and some people get off, including Christina, the girl Slater met earlier. And Slater asks Christina if she'd like to go on the boat ride again, but with him, and she agrees. As everyone boards the little boat, including Screech, who quickly arrives wearing a sea captain's outfit. <laughs> because Screech is friggin' awesome. <laughs> they all then head off on the little boat, and we see a little short montage of landscape shots as the sun is setting. Before the gang is rejoined on a little bridge uh, at the resort. Leslie tells the group that this is the spot where Jesse's dad proposed. And Screech replies, Wow, what did you say? <laughs> and they remind Screech of why they're there. And Leslie then says that uh, she and her man, Jesse's, Jesse's dad, need to turn in as she has an early aerobics class in the morning. The group then scatters as we stay with Lisa, Zach, and Screech. Screech tells Zach that he kissed Lisa for the first time on a bridge. And Lisa says that that was right before she threw him off. And Screech replies that he still has the rock that he hit his head on. <laughs> and we then join up with Slater and Christina. You have wonderful friends. Yeah, they are great. 
But I already know about them. I want to know about you. What do you want to know? Just little stuff, you know, like how old you are, what's your last name, where do you live, do you have a boyfriend? <laughs> Seventeen, von Hoffman, Lichtenberg, no. Yes! <laughs> That's a good start. <laughs> now, is there anything else I need to know? Yes, I'm a princess. Yeah, that's cool. So is Lisa. No, I mean a real princess. Yeah, right. And I'm Michael Jordan. <laughs> Come on, who are you, really? I'll tell you at another time. Why don't we play golf tomorrow? Do you play? Do I play golf? <laughs> what, are you kidding? Four! <laughs> yep, I know, right, Slater? A princess, aren't they all? <laughs> We then join up with Zach and Kelly. You're really sore, huh? Uh, Kelly, even my socks hurt. <laughs> oh, poor baby, the meat on your shoulders. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> you know, this is exactly where I want to get married. Oh, you still want to get married to Tom Cruise? Nah, hated his last movie. Oh, I know what you mean. That's why I broke it off with Kim Basinger. <laughs> well, I guess I'm I don't need a movie star. Just someone who's nice and will treat me like a lady. Well, you won't have any trouble finding a guy. Oh. It's getting cold. Here. Take my jacket. How's that? You know, you're still a gentleman. Just like when we were going together. Yeah, it looks like the Zack and Kelly train might be uh, heading back into uh, action, man. We then join up with Lisa and Screech, and Screech asks uh, Lisa if she'd like to wear his jacket to keep warm, and Lisa said that she doesn't need it. Screech then tells Lisa that it's in his book. A gentleman always offers his jacket to a lady. He then takes off of his uh, sailor's jacket, and he tries to put it on Lisa, but she's still walking, and because of that, Screech misses, and he ends up falling into a little little river. <laughs> we then head inside as Zach, Lisa, and Kelly are waiting on an elevator in the hotel to head upstairs for the night, I guess. And the elevator arrives, and Jesse walks out, and she's looking for her dad so she can talk to him about Leslie. Zach, uh, Kelly, and Lisa put Leslie over, saying that she's cool, she's great, she's awesome. But uh, Jesse's not happy with hearing this, and she asks them whose side they're on. Which is not cool, Jesse. You don't put your friends in such a position, even if they are your friends. Just smarten up. No wonder you got 1,200. I'm just saying. Anyway, Jesse says that her headache is back. And she returns to the elevator and heads back up to her room as we get a commercial. After which, it's the next day as Slater and Christina are now golfing. And Christina hits a very good chip shot. And Slater compliments her, and Christina says that she has golf teachers. And she's still trying to convince Slater that she's a princess, but Slater is, still isn't buying it. I know, right, Slater? Aren't they all? <laughs> we then head to Kelly and Zach, who are also playing golf. Zach uh, helps Kelly make a putt by, uh, you, know, you know how men will help women play golf or baseball. You know, they'll stand behind them. You know, everybody knows that. The spooning. They spoon standing up, though. Anyway, Zach helps Kelly make a putt, and they celebrate as Zach then says that he and Kelly still make a great team. And that, that makes them feel a little awkward, and they quickly move on. 
We then go back to Slater and Christina golfing. Hey, could you show me that shot again, Christina? Tell you, man, Slater's form when he was swinging here. I mean, it must, I'm guessing he was doing it on purpose, but it looked like he wasn't doing it on purpose. Maybe Mara Lopez really is that good an actor, but for somebody who lettered in a ton of sports, you think he'd know how to, or he'd have decent form swinging a golf club. Bloody hell. Anyway, but aren't they all, Slater? Aren't they all? <laughs> we then go to the resort pool. says chicks dig a guy with a savage tint. <laughs> Only an idiot would believe that stuff. Oh, contraire, my blonde friend. This book predicted you and Kelly would get back together. Screech, you're crazy. Mm -mm. First, the lady gives the gentleman a moonlight massage. My shoulders hurt. Okay. Second, the gentleman offers his jacket to the lady. She was cold. Third, the lady buys the gentleman a drink. Ha! There you go. Never happened. Hey, is that... <sighs> Us a couple of <laughs> yep, things are happening, man. Things are starting to happen, man. It's the same. We then join Slater and Lisa at the pool. As Slater is now freaked out about hanging out with a legit princess. Aren't they all? <laughs> Lisa chills Slater out and it seems to work. We then go to a smaller pool in the area. I, I, I was trying to think of, like, I don't, it's not a hot tub. It's one of those, I don't know what it is. I don't do pools. I mean, yeah, I went to Disney World, Florida for a week in, in 2002, but I'm not a beach person or a pool person. I want to, you know, if I'm going to go travel and do stuff, I want to go on rides and and tours of, of architecture, buildings and stuff. I can't sit on a beach. That's just not me. It's boring. I can sit at home. <laughs> Uh, aren't they all Slater? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Lisa chills Slater out and it seems to work. As I already said, and we then go to this smaller pool area as Jesse's hanging out with her dad and they're joined by Leslie and Leslie gives Jesse's dad a little Hershey's kiss and asks Jesse if she'd like one and Jesse declines. Leslie then joins the three of them in this little pool as uh, Jesse's dad is happy 
He's in the middle of them, and he's happy to have his daughter and his fiancée with him. And Jesse reluctantly remarks that they're one big happy family. We then rejoin Zach and Kelly. Just kiss. That's what it felt like to me. Uh, Kelly, I didn't plan. I know. Me neither. I better go. See ya. I like this place. (laughs) Well, I hate it. I guess it didn't go too well with your father, huh? Nope. It's obvious that he's very much in love with Leslie. It's just a shame I'm going to have to stop the wedding. Yeah, the Zach Zach and Kelly kiss didn't do much for me as far as feels. Like, probably not even back in the day when I was first watching this episode, but it also didn't happen now. And I don't know if it's because I already knew they were going to get back together. Or because Zach has pretty much whored himself out to a ton of girls since Kelly, and, and he's not even he's not even done yet. <laughs> I mean, when Joey and Caitlin, for the, for you old school Degrassi people, when Joey and Caitlin got back together in old school Degrassi, even when I rewatched the whole series for the podcast I did, Degrassi Buddy, SeroandGrapeyZach.com, go check it out. It was still big, even when I rewatched them. They still hit me in the feels because. First of all, the writing was a lot better, I guess, in, in Degrassi than it is for Saved by the Bell in this case. But when Joey and Caitlin initially broke up, Joey never moved on to anybody else. You know, he never had another girlfriend after the initial break breakup. While Caitlin, she ended up dating that friggin' Claude loser, that friggin', oh my god. Ugh. Anyone who knows of Degrassi, remember Claude, Degrassi High? Those who don't know, which is probably every one of you. Oh my god. This Claude dude fit right into modern day, as in now, today, political fake slacktism, slacktivism or armchair activism. That's what that dude was. He was a piece of crap. He sucked. And nobody liked that that dude. Everybody hated that when Caitlin got with Claude. Ugh. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't they all Slater? Anyway, to be continued pops up on the screen and we get the credits. And the end of that episode is things are heating up. Well, I guess they've already heated up. Heated up. Zach and Kelly, they kissed. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know, but maybe it's because I know that Tori's about to show up. We still haven't seen Tori yet. And uh, also the uh, the fashion show episode, which is still to come. So... I don't know. Still a good episode, though. Still liked it very much. Anyway, that was Saved by the Bell episode uh, 18 for season 3. Join me next time for Bayside Buddy, where we will be taking a look at Saved by the Bell episode season 3 episodes 19 and 20, which are Palm Springs Weekend Part 2 and Hold Me Tight. 
SerialGrapeJuice.com at I am Nairby on Twitter and Instagram. Nairby do on Twitch. There's nothing more fun in life than watching somebody else play video games as you sit and watch. Go to SerialGrapeJuice.com for episodes of the aforementioned Degrassi Buddy. If you're an old school Degrassi fan or would like to get into old school Degrassi, trust me, it's a great show, man. And you can find pretty much every episode on um, uh, YouTube. Great show. Watch it from episode one of Degrassi Junior High and go from there. It's really, really good. And then watch uh, or listen to Degrassi Buddy. And also check out Movie Buddy, the, movie, the uh, podcast audio commentary where you can watch a movie with a friend. And you don't even have to clean the freaking toe jam dust all over your floors. <laughs> anyway, this has been Nairby. We will see you next time. Have a lovely day. And uh, yeah, aren't they all, Slater? Aren't they all?